Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Yes, it is time for the executive chair and in it this week, hopefully sitting comfortably, is Nick Connors, the group CEO with Tech Enable. Nick, how are you? I'm very good, Jonathan, and, and good afternoon to you and thank you for having me. Lovely to have you with us. Uh, you might begin by telling us a little bit about Tech Enable. What do you guys do? Tech Enable, we're a software services company and we've 155 staff um, and we deliver uh, mostly cloud services uh, to our customer base, to customers of 40, 50 million uh, or more uh, turnover. Um, the uh, customer base would be spread across an awful lot of sectors and um, we're really successful here in Ireland, the UK and also in parts of Europe. OK, and you've lots of different examples, which we'll come to in just a yeah. minute. But you, you're, you're a Waterford man um, who was in the army. So I, I want to find out that journey. How did an army man with an interest in equestrian end up in a tech firm? Uh, the the potted uh, history brought up on a farm Um, my mum is still down there in Stradbilly County Waterford uh, as is my brother and um, it was a a mixed farm Uh, we bred horses uh, and my dad produced sport horses and brought them to the horse show every year 10 or 15 horses and sold them at the horse show and effectively uh, our job was to come home at an empty lorry which most of the time we did. But I learned really from an early age that, you know, your reputation is everything and you have to deliver a good product and a good service. And, you know, my dad taught me that from a very early age. Um, And that led me into the army because I because of the horses, I did an awful lot of show jumping as a kid and the army equitation school was a route to pursue that career. So at 17, I packed my bags and headed to the Curra on a cadetship and then spent six great years in the equitation school where I would have competed internationally, nationally and, and won a lot of competitions in, in both. Um, and, you know, to to wear uh, the Irish flag on, on a saddle cloth, you know, is it was something special as a, as a young uh, guy growing up. Um, and then I went from there to um, uh, University College Galway and I spent four years engineering and that really exposed me to IT and computers at the time. Um, and that was a great experience, but came out of there then uh, back to a unit and very quickly to South Lebanon, um, where I spent six months uh, on, on a, an overseas mission. And we were, we were just talking about problem solving there. Mm. One of the great things about military is that that's literally your job, isn't it? That when you go somewhere, your job is to problem solve. And I'd imagine that the experience that you had just when software technology, in uh, IT was becoming more uh, prominent and more available, you started to realise that there was elements that you could bring even to the military that you didn't have otherwise and solve problems. Absolutely. And I was just listening to Arno and it was very interesting because while in Lebanon and, and all the training that you do, um, you, you, you're you wondering why are you doing it and there was a seven day war while we were there <clears throat> uh, Israel invaded and carpet bombed the area of operation where we were very similar to what Russia did to Ukraine and it's really then uh, does, does your training kick in and the problem solving 
in critical and difficult situations, um, you know, come to light and you're actually comfortable on You're unusually comfortable in that zone because you have that training. And, you know, I would like to think rolling forward to today in, in, in Tech Enable and the people around us that, you know, that ethos is there, that we go into organisations to help them uh, get out of difficult situations in, in, in for using technology. Not mm. at the time you've got time to build up to do these things that you can you can identify the need and come up with the best system for for interaction and interfaces and so on and then things rush at you um, that you have to respond really quickly and COVID was an example where you got a call very much to say I need something and I need it tomorrow if possible. Yeah, and never, never forget that day, 12th of March 2020, we got a call late at night uh, to mobilise a team. Microsoft contacted us and uh, we had a team rang through the night uh, and, and had a team the next morning uh, in with the HSE and uh, the HSE team were excellent. So we had a joint team working together. Uh, within a week, we had a contact tracing platform up and running with 1200 users. Um, and just maybe to explain to your listeners, it's when um, people were, did their testing and, and they tested positive. That data then was sent to our contact tracing system. And then the army were there um, contacting uh close contact. So it, it, it's, it's managing that whole process, which was critical in the management of COVID. And, you know, I think we're, we look back and we're very proud of it um, because the, the UK, uh, took, it took them an awful lot of months to get something similar in place. And uh, I think we definitely saved a lot of lives by the actions the HSE took. And we'd like to feel we're a big part of that. The other thing then was because you had done that, the next crisis, um, because we live through a series of them now in a very short period of time, uh, you had to do a similar cloud exercise because we had a lot of people, a lot of refugees coming into this country uh, from the Ukraine and the Red Cross had to try and help coordinate that activity. So you got another call. Exactly. Uh, Very similar. They needed to set up uh, a system very quickly. And again, uh, just to explain, these platforms are in the cloud with an awful lot of functionality already built in. So what we're doing is we're putting in a team and putting in this technology and effectively turning it on. Um, So, you know, refugees were coming, appearing at the airports. They needed to be looked after. They needed accommodation and all that had to be managed uh, and and, uh, traced effectively. So we again had a system. It took us about two weeks. There was more complexity in that one. uh, And um, it's very successful and running very well at the minute. Uh, speaking to people in your sector, the big challenge always is recruitment. How do we find staff? It's such a rapidly evolving landscape um, that there is a race to to take in the best people as they come out of college. If, if we could double the number coming out of college every year, we'd find homes for them in companies like Tech Enable. How much of a challenge has that been for you, particularly during a, a growth period like you're experiencing? Absolutely. Well, it's, it's always a challenge for us because we do target <clears throat> the best people. And I think Ireland, um, you know, our education system is next to none right through from primary, national, secondary and, and our, our university system. But we do look for the best people and we've had to, I suppose, extend our search beyond Ireland. We, we look in Ireland first, but then we extend it. So we've people, you know, across the world effectively working for us at the minute. Um, but 
but I must say the the you know the output from Ireland and the universities that are there are, are second to none, effectively. Mm. Um, you look to the future now. Um, where do you go with this? Because cloud is it's an it's an ethereal idea that most people have in their heads, but it's obviously a physical place. Uh, they're stored on servers just somewhere else. Yeah. Um, solution is always going to be software. People are going to look for it and look for companies like yours to to grow. Uh, how much of an impact can an Irish company like yours have in a very competitive global marketplace? Well, to give you an example, uh, we won a a very multi-million pound contract last summer with British Racing and, you know, we're um, an Irish company, but we were asked to transform how racing is run and managed uh, in the UK. It's a four billion industry. Uh, uh, They manage 60 race courses like Ascot, Epsom, Cheltenham, Aintree. They're just four of the of the 60. Um, They have about 10,000 races a year. 14,000 horses in training that all that all is managed on a system and we've been asked to change that radically and and how British racing is managed so that that is a, I suppose a big feather in our cap um, and we're winning a lot of business in the UK um, and you know we got some funding from Good Body and EIS growth fund that that helped us uh, you know get a a, a, a good bedrock in the UK where we're winning a lot of business at the minute. Mm. Uh, you were a full-time professional show jumper, as you said, um, mm. and, and uh, lots lots of medals and things like that. But your son seems to have inherited some of that sporting ability as well. He's a player with Leinster. Yeah, and I know you're a monster man, so uh, you probably wouldn't That's be following okay. him. It's, 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 not, it's not his fault where he was born, Nick. Uh, but go on, tell us about, tell yeah. us about Will. Uh, yeah, he's, look, he's a great guy. Uh, he's, he's just coming back from injury, which, were, you know, he, he's about a year out. But I suppose I, I've been in, in an awful position in that he's nine Irish caps and I haven't seen him play once in an Irish jersey. So um, before the man above takes me, I'm, I'm hoping to see him at least one game uh, in an Irish jersey before I, I, I leave this earth. Um, Fingers crossed you'll get there and you'll yeah. enjoy it. So a, a sporty family um, and uh, it's it's great to see how you've pivoted there because there's the sports, there was the army training and now into tech. It just shows you that uh, you're going to have a couple of careers in your life, aren't you? Well, hopefully. And and look, Jonathan, it's our staff, you know, the people that are working with us, Pete Rose, my, my business partner. It's all, of it, you know, we all work together and it's a successful Irish company and, and delighted to be part of it. OK, Nick Connors, Group CEO of Tech Enable. Thank you very much for joining you, us in our executive chair this morning and good luck to Will. Hopefully we'll see him uh, out there uh, in the future in the blue. Uh, hopefully not doing too well against Munster, <laughs> but uh, we'll see how we get <laughs> Thank on. Thank you very Thanks, much, Nick. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.